Welcome to the Mike and Micah podcast presented by Legendary Sports Network. I'm Mike here with Ant and Micah on the call this week. It's been, it was a great weekend. There were a lot of sports, NBA, uh, NBA, MLB. We had NHL playoffs. We had the Masters. We had Tiger Woods. And that's what we're going to get started with today. Tiger Woods, after 11 years, I believe, finally won a Masters. He got his fifth master, uh, won his fifth Masters, his fifth green jacket after uh, trailing early on in the day, but on the back nine of the course, he was able to take the lead once Francisco Molinari uh, bogeyed on both 12 and 15 to give Tiger uh, the lead there. I want to get your takes on what the impact of Tiger winning another major is and your thoughts on Tiger winning. I think we have, we have kind of similar um, opinions here, but it has a little bit different of, of a take on Tiger. So I'll start with you. Ed. Um, I'm not the biggest golf fan, but I understand the, the magnitude Tiger Woods brings into sports. Um, but him just as a person, I cannot support. He says uh, he's not black, and I mean, he also he didn't just and he also supports Donald Trump. So in my eyes, if you don't care about your people, because if you support anybody that don't support black people, that, I mean, obviously, I have to assume highly assume that you don't support black people. So I just can't support it. <laughs> I can't, you know, you know him. It wasn't for the culture. Him, Tom Brady. Tom Brady's another guy that I hate. You know, you know Tom Brady, so you know didn't support Trump. But might actually like him, but I'm not a big fan of Michael Jordan. He doesn't care about his people either. It's just if you don't, if especially if you're a black athlete, you have to you have to be big on your platform. And the fact that you don't care, I just I can't support it. Michael, <clears throat> so. Typically, I would agree. Um, I have my reservations on Michael Jordan. Truthfully, he's a scumbag. I mean, listen, it's it, not even it's, George. straight up a scumbag. Bro. He's like, an he, asshole. He's he's just one of those guys, bro. Um, I guess kind of just speaking on the list you made of just people uh, going off the list. Tom Brady. Uh, we kind of knew this Tom Brady and Donald Trump. Uh, I guess relationship. Yeah, they were they were, they were good. <laughs> they, they were, were good friends. men. They were friends. They've been before, good men. Like he ran now, for president. Tiger. You did make good points. They played golf together. They played rounds. Tiger is in a weird situation where early in his career, um, he did get a lot of support from everybody, especially in the black community, because obviously he was, if not the first, one of the first black major winners in golf, uh, on the PGA Tour, I should say. Uh, Tiger, he kind of alienated himself, but the alienation was never one that the black community, who I feel like, and from what I've seen, kind of took into really hard and never really condemned him. Um, I mean, I'm talking about me being a kid every week. My father and grandfather are, you know, Tigers playing, Tigers playing. We got to watch Tiger. Now, mind you, I'm pretty sure if they weren't watching VJ Singh, you feel me, another black player that was on the PGA Tour at the time when Tiger was getting all his uh, championships and stuff like that. I just, with Tiger, I think it's a little more of a transcendence kind of thing. Um, I think he is the person that he can alienate himself from black culture and black culture will still accept him no matter what. So I just, I just think that in, in this case, I, I still find myself supporting Tiger simply because he's doing the impossible. He's one of the greatest athletes of our time. And I just, 
I can't hold his personal life against him in this case, but I guess it's not really fair to me to say I will hold the other people's personal life against them, even though they are great athletes since we did name three athletes. So um, I'm on the fence of still supporting Tiger, but I can see why you wouldn't. Act. No, I'm, I'm, I'm totally in support of Tiger. When it comes to saying that Tiger uh, said he's not black, the quote he said was, it's not that he said, I'm not the great black hero. And I, I totally agree with that. Tiger is not the great black hero. He, he's just a golfer. He said, I'm black and I'm Asian. doesn't matter what color I am. I'm just a really good golfer. And I totally agree with what Tiger is saying there. With Tiger, it's, it's going ahead and saying that, look, I'm here. I'm going to play golf. I'm going to do what I'm here to do. I'm going to win my majors, and I'm going to have people support me. Nike, he had the biggest contract for golf with Nike. Most golfers now are Nike because of Tiger Woods just trying to be like him. Everybody that was a golfer, like the big golfer, stayed out to watch him win the Masters. And for him to be uh, half black and half Asian, for him to transcend a sport like that, that is primarily white, that the Masters didn't allow black people, Augusta didn't allow black people to be on the courses for, what, 50? This is like 50 years now that yeah, they're finally allow it. It was, it was like pretty 1960s recent. Or yeah, it was yeah 1960s recent. or something where they finally allowed black people on the course. So for all that to transpire, now we have Tiger Woods at the top of the top of the game again. I mean, I have to support him with with uh, specific examples like Michael Jordan. He's putting money into private uh, private prisons. Yeah, he's trying to profit off of prisons. Tiger Woods isn't doing that. Tiger Woods' worst thing is he cheated. Infidelity, and that's his personal issues, but that's not something that's really affecting the black community there. So I don't think you can really compare Tiger Woods and Michael Jordan in that sense. My whole thing is, though, I, I mean, he's definitely, I guess, you would consider him a, a success story in the way that he battled back, but let's just not act like, like Tiger. Uh, he, he's always been that transcendent guy, you feel me? Like, even this being a, a comeback story, success story, Tiger's always going to be Tiger. Even when he was not even ranked top 50, as soon as Tiger touched down from his, I think, first or second back surgery, everybody was glued into the TV. I'm pretty, I think, um, I think him and Phil, the pay-per-view they had, it, it broke some records or something like that. And I mean, the wages and stuff were a big part of it. And the uh, the buyout and the payout was a big part of it, but for them, even host a pay-per-view, uh, pay-per-view golf thing is just crazy in itself. So I just can't really blame Tiger for maneuvering himself through the game. Even, I mean, if he was not super pro-black in that, I guess, field or not, I just can't blame him for it. I don't know. I, I still think everybody can be like LeBron James. LeBron James is out there. He's telling you he's working. And that I, I love LeBron James for that. But if somebody's just going ahead and saying, you know what? I'm here to golf, I'm here to do my thing, and I'm here to uh, win my majors. I, I can't really fault him for that. Hey, you had me last minute? Nah, he's just a coon. We can talk about, <laughs> we can talk about NBA. <laughs> oh, man. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're, done with, uh, we're done with the Tiger talk and the Masters talk. Move on to... The NBA playoffs. We had our the first games uh, started this uh, this weekend with uh, Saturday and Sunday. We us getting four games each. So we'll go we'll go in order of the games uh, here by ESPN. So we started off with the Nets and the 76ers, who are currently playing game two right now. The 76ers are up thirty points, but in game one, the Nets won, stole a game from 
Philadelphia. What were your thoughts on that game? Uh, this game, we're watching it now. They're up about 30 points. So what are your thoughts on this series so far? Um, I could just, uh, I guess, go first on this. Um, I think the Nets are the perfect, like, team for a run. Not this year, but maybe in a couple of years. Um, they definitely built the foundation for a solid playoff team that <clears throat> they can really strive in situations like this, being the underdog by, I guess, by just seeding being an underdog. I mean, they're, they're a complete team, and we saw it in game one. I mean, the fact that Spencer Dinwiddie can go for 18, D. Russ is obviously going to do his thing. But Karis LeVert getting 23 is big. Like, you know, this is, these guys are putting up big buckets. Um, With the Sixers, I definitely think that this is a team that are that has youth in the playoffs. You know, J.J. Redick is one of the only guys that comes to mind, besides, you know, the, the last year run, that has significant playoff runs. These guys still need to learn how to win in the playoffs. So it doesn't surprise me that I gained – or uh, I guess you can say Jimmy Butler too. It doesn't surprise me that these guys are – a little bit slow coming out. Um, we see it tonight that they're obviously up, so maybe they're correcting the mistakes. But I definitely think that the uh, Nets can stretch this to a game seven. I previously, I think I said like a game six, but if they can continue to keep going back and forth with them, I could definitely see seven being in the run. But the Sixers still take the series. Um, I think that the 76ers had slept on the, on the Nets coming out in the first game. Uh, they definitely took them by surprise. The Nets are – they're just a well-rounded team from uh, one through five and their bench as a solid coach. Um, I definitely do think this game – this series will go seven. I actually do think – actually looking at our other pods, I did say the 76ers were the best team in the East, but talent-wise, but I still think coaching does matter. And I don't think Brett Brown is going to get it done, and I do think – Regardless of how far they go in the playoffs, I do think he'll be gone unless they win the championship, which would be unlikely going against the Warriors. But uh, the 76ers, they just, they just, the health of Joel Embiid is huge too. Right now, he's out there right now, but he has a bad back, a bad knee. There's always something wrong with Joel Embiid, and they're just an injury away from, from getting knocked out the playoffs. Uh, for me, I think. I read a stat that the starting five of the Sixers had only played 10 games together with uh, once they acquired Tobias Harris. And I think that was a big part of it. Joel Embiid has been hurt the uh, past couple of days. He didn't play the last six games of the season. So they haven't, they didn't really have time to come together as a team and really work on what rotation works for them. And like you said, yeah, coaching is a big part of that, but they also have to be on the court together to get that type of, uh, Co- like for them to be coherent and have a sound basketball team. I think the Nets were able to capitalize on that because they have played with the same lineup throughout the season. The Sixers probably came out thinking that we're going to win this game easily. Joel Embiid, they didn't know if he was going to play or not, so that probably played a role into it. I think with the game off, uh, with the day off, I mean, and then having um, having a game today, they were able to regroup, know exactly where uh, the Nets were weak and where they could go ahead and beat them. And it's surprising that since Jared Dudley is not playing today for the Nets, he was he was a big piece because they looked that second unit looked a little bit lost without um, without Jared Dudley there to kind of help uh, keep everybody together. And if he's gonna be if he's not gonna be back for the rest of the series, I think that the Sixers are gonna be able to take care of this in five games. As my original pick, I think I'm gonna stick with five games just because I could see the Sixers going ahead and winning the next four pretty easily. They're winning by thirty right now and. 
they didn't really have a, an amazing game per se uh, throughout. They it was tied at halftime, and the Sixers just exploded yeah. in the second half. Yeah, just to interject, uh, maybe uh, one point right before you go. Yeah, um, go ahead. I think I said it in the last podcast right before we – it was kind of our playoff uh, preview. But the Nets losing this series honestly isn't a loss because their future in the East is so bright. They could come out of this free agency period being the best team or, like, the second-best team in the East. So I'm just really happy that the Nets are here and D'Lo's playing how, honestly, he was projected to play. And it's just good for basketball that the Nets are, like, really good again. So I'm happy to see it. Yeah. Yeah, um, it, it, it's fun. Um, going to the next matchup, the Orlando Magic. Oh and my god! The yeah, Toronto Raptors. Not... The, <laughs> the Toronto Raptors do it again. Whether Demar Derozan is there, Kawhi, Dwayne the, Casey, it, it's the same Raptors. Dwayne Casey, it's the same Raptors team. Uh, they lost to the Orlando <laughs> Magic, uh, one hundred four to one hundred one. Kyle Lowry, Donut. um, and. <laughs> An NBA All-Star scored zero points in a playoff game. He got outscored by DJ Augustine and Michael Carter-Williams, 35 Scored the same amount of points as my uh, Markel Fultz, but, you know. <laughs> like, what, what, what do you guys make of this series? Uh, what are your thoughts on this first game? Where do you think the series is going? I mean, obviously, we all are going to pick. Obviously, we all believe that the, the Raptors are going to win. It's just the fact. The the Raptors should win four zero. So they who they play next round? They play the winner of the the Nets and then Philly. They should uh, that like they should yeah they should be wanting to rest right now. Like beat them four zero because I do think this Brooklyn and Philly game is gonna go six seven games. You should sweep them four zero and just be able to rest. Why is Kyle Lowry <laughs> scoring zero points? <laughs> In an NBA in a basketball game, even like, in a regular season basketball game, why are you scoring zero points? He couldn't get a layup, a fast break, a free a, throw, like a free throw. Like he went zero eight and seven, bro. Like, what are your points, bro? You did everything but score. And this is why Kawhi is gonna leave. I actually think he had decided a little bit that he might think Toronto was a place for him because it's kind of a low-key place, you know. He could have been in the star. cut. Nobody, nobody would have bothered him at all. Exactly, Toronto, but bro. when you're when your starting point guard is scoring zero points, you actually should, you know, if he went to the Lakers, I'm pretty sure Alonzo would have had at least five points. Yeah. <laughs> but, I don't and know. lock down DJ Augustine, but, you know, forget that. But right, DJ Augustine went for like 25 points. Bro, like, what I, is he doing? Know, but, yeah, <laughs> the Raptors just – have bad luck. I mean, bro, since the Vince Carter days, it can't – for some reason, they can't get over the hump. Whatever it is, even Chris Bosh couldn't do it. Like, it is – you can go down the laundry list of players. I mean, bro, they got swept by the Wizards. Alone there, bro, I mean, they should – they had no business getting swept by anybody, really. But it's just like, you know, I, I don't know what more can be done. They fired the coach. First of all, he got coach of the year the year before he got fired. So, I mean, obviously – Why are you yeah, – <laughs> I don't know what the answer is, and they need to find it. Clearly, Kyle Lowry isn't the answer. Bro, get yeah. Kyle Lowry out. Of, I've been saying this for a while. He's he's bro, not Kyle good. Lowry, bro. He's not. He chokes. Kyle in the Lowry should have been gone a while ago, but you know, I, how do you trade DeRozan? Yeah. And honestly, I mean, you can't have Kawhi I guess, though. I guess, you didn't get Kawhi. I guess because yeah, you get, on a year you get, at least. You get Kawhi, and and you have a uh, nobody's really wanting to trade for Kyle Lowry. Like you're not getting that much of a return back for Kyle Lowry versus DeRozan. But yeah, I I don't know. I just think, bro, it's I mean, yeah, this the Magic. Honestly, I don't see them winning this series. The Raptors might come out next game and completely destroy the Magic. 
But this this thing we can't keep happening with the Raptors because they're not going to make it through the next round. Like Ann said, they're supposed to sweep these guys, get some rest going into the next round matchup, figure out something to do because I mean, dog, if you're losing to the Magic, like like this, like I mean, it wasn't a bad game, it wasn't a blowout, but bro, your best player, your All Star, your second best player is scoring zero points, bro. It's something's wrong there. You just have to fix it. Whatever it is, they gotta fix it, bro. And to be yeah, honest, I, I think Siakam is better than Carolina. Oh, bro, Siakam is the second best yeah, player on that he, team. He is. <laughs> he is. Bro, when, when Kawhi was out, bro, Siakam, they was talking about, yeah, sneaky all-stars, like, you know. He almost, yeah. Yeah, he almost made the all-star team this year. Uh, uh, what, what's his name? Uh, OG, and, uh, OG and Anubi is out for the, this mm-hmm. series, and you could see that that has obviously hurt uh, the Raptors. Uh, I said that the Raptors were going to sweep because I thought this was their – this is going to be their statement, like, look, we're not the same team as before. But at home, again, a favorite again, and they get swept and uh, they uh, lose their first game. I think they have, like, a record where they've only won, like, maybe one or two uh, home playoff games in their in their yeah. history. So it's very it's a very weird team. Yeah. It's a very weird team there. Uh, like you said, Ant, I think that game just sealed the deal that Kawhi's not coming back. Even if they go ahead and, like, make a run, I, I just think that it's just, like, it's not worth it. I, I don't want to play with this guy here. I think I, I'd rather have fun at the Clippers, the Lakers, any other team but but the Raptors right now. But moving on to um, the Spurs and the Nuggets. This was what I picked this last week as the Spurs were going to upset the Nuggets because the Nuggets are a young team. The Spurs won 101 to 96. Thoughts on that series? Um, I definitely just think that while they make out the first game out of experience. And the Nuggets probably weren't necessarily prepared for just the pop experience in the playoffs, which is a very intense and different thing. I don't think the Nuggets are in a bad place. Uh, let's see how they come out for the second game at home. Um, there were some good things on the court. Um, Jokic had the quietest triple-double maybe ever. He had 10-14-14. So, I mean, it's not necessarily bad things going on. I mean, your leading scorer can't be Gary Harris. This is not going to work. Jokic has to put some better production to, uh, together. But the thing with the Spurs, it's just – it's pop, honestly, bro. It's, it's pop. None of the players scored over 20 points. It was a very team-oriented game. Patty Mills got 20 minutes in a playoff game still. Like, it's, it's ridiculous what they're still doing. Um, I don't think this this thing keeps going. No, I think it might go to seven. It probably will go to seven just because it's, it's Spurs. Like, pop will make it stretch. But I have the Nuggets being the victors out of all of this. Uh, I do think experience matters. But I do always believe that the more talented team might pull it through. Uh, but you can't – it's just Greg Popovich, man. He's like the Bill Belichick. They're like the Patriots. So, I mean, you do have DeRozan. He has had his playoff flaws. I think that's what the Nuggets – not saying that's what they're thinking about, but as far as, like, fans, that's what the fans are going to have to, like, kind of hope that he has one of his – type of runs like he's had in Toronto where he's played bad in the series. But um, LaMarcus Aldridge is obviously a beast. The Nuggets just have too much talent, but they are very young. I do think the Nuggets will win in games in a game seven, but I would not be surprised if the Spurs won. Yeah, that's where I'm coming from, and that's why I had Spurs in six. Uh, if the Nuggets lose this next game, I think the, the series is going to be – it's going to be pretty tough for them to go ahead and win. Other teams go down 0-2. With experience, I think they're fine. But this is the first time Jokic, Jamal Murray, and all of them are getting into the playoffs. So 
they definitely need to win that next game to um, to go ahead and advance. I don't know if we have much to talk about this game, uh, this next game, the Clippers and the Warriors. That was basically a blowout. Um, hey, Warriors are fun. KD and Pat, yeah, KD and uh, Patrick Beverly got ejected. Game two is uh, in about ten minutes after this. So, is, are there any thoughts on this one, or can we move? Warriors on? and foe, man. Uh, I hope KD doesn't get ejected tonight. But I mean, that's neither here. They're probably going to win without him. It's kind of smart that they actually did get ejected, even though it was close to the end of the game. <laughs> rest. Yeah, it, it's rest at the end of the day, but. Hey, Warriors before that's all I gotta say. And shout out to the Clippers, though. Shout out Doc. Uh, I do the Clippers can get a game. I think they could. Why could they? The they play hard, they, you know. KD trying to act like he gangster. They might shoot. They might shoot a game. You know, but you know, it's it'd be pretty. It should be pretty easily. Yeah. Steph Curry played play great too. Yeah. Uh moving on to another blowout. Uh, the Jazz and the oh. Rockets. The Rockets took care of them by 32 points, it looks like. Uh, Ant, you're the Rockets fan here. you have any thoughts on, on that game? Uh, not really. I don't really understand the concept or the strategy of making Harden let him, not even forcing yeah, him bro. right. They're literally letting him go right. And he's just laying it up. He's doing a floater or he's lobbing it to uh, Capello or Fareed every time. I think the first team I seen do this was the Milwaukee Bucks and Harden still scored 42. So I don't really understand the concept, I guess. What you're doing is trying to force him to shoot, force him to pass the ball and everybody shoots threes. But, I mean, isn't that kind of like the system that Mike D'Antoni runs? But, yeah. um I think this – I was kind of surprised that it was – that we beat them by 32. I actually do think this game – this series is going to go six games. But if we're able to beat them in five and be able to rest – I can't even say rest oh, because the Warriors are going to be yeah. – <laughs> they're going to be rested. But I don't think we should – this this series can't go seven because you can't be in a long, hard-fall series and then you got to play the Warriors next round. It's not going. It's not going to be good. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree there. Uh, Micah, you have any thoughts um, on this game? Honestly, <clears throat> my kind of answer, I expect more from the Jazz, and I expect this to go, like, six. Um, Harden, obviously, I, I see them get through the series. The Rockets will be on top. Um, big thing I want to see from the Jazz, I just want them to finish games. Uh, they got scored 39-19. to 20-point split in the fourth quarter that matters, obviously, because they lost by 30. So, I mean, it's just, you know, it's things to consider um, – I don't necessarily see them being the victors in this series anyway, but I hope they put up more of a fight than this. Yeah, uh, I think that that's all we have for that game. Uh, Milwaukee and Detroit, nothing really to talk about. <coughs> One thing I do want to point out is Giannis played oh, yeah. 23 minutes. Chris Middleton played 25. Brooke Lopez played 25. Bledsoe played 25. And uh, Sterling Brown played 25 minutes. So they played less than half the game and they won by 30 points so i think that shows what exactly this series is going to be uh no Blake <laughs> no no uh, no Blake Griffin for the series so this is bucks and four not really a question uh now to the last two interesting games thunder at trailblazers the thunder lost to the trailblazers the higher seed even though everybody was picking the thunder to win this series uh thoughts so far on what we saw in that game one ah man Russ, PG, look. stats look cool, bro. We all watch this game, bro. Come on. Just just come on, bro. I mean, just going to the other place, parts on the team. They're, I mean, 
the thing with the Thunder, they're very reliant on their two stars, and it's been that way since really they came from the Supersonics in like what 2008. They've been relying the first on Russ and KD, then Harden came in, they lost Harden, then it was Russ and KD again. Now it was Russ and PG in the playoffs, bro. Yeah, Stephen Adams gets 17. But your next leading score can't be Dennis Schroeder just at 11 points and everybody else gets under eight points. Like, it doesn't work like that. You have to play a complete team game. It doesn't matter what PG and Russ can do. Um, I'll be me saying that. I do see them still getting through the series. I'm going to stick with it. I feel like the star power, just them two alone, they can will themselves maybe to a game seven win or something like that. Um, I, love, I love the Trailblazers. Like, I love Damian Lillard. I respect CJ McCollum and his game. I know Dame time is always going to be Dame time, but – at the end of the day, I have to give the edge to Russ in PG. It's just I got to stick with the two dogs. Regardless of the – even if the team's worse, I got to stick with my two dogs. Man, I've been trying to tell y'all about Damian Lillard. <laughs> I think about four years now. Hey, I respect I think, it. like, look, y'all used to try and keep telling me that John Wall was better he than is. this guy. John Wall, John Wall was better. Than he, he was. Four years ago. Four years ago, he, he was. He's not. I'm not. Yeah, he's not now. No, but four years ago, John Wall was better than Damian. Look, Wall man. The dude pulls up from half court. Oh, he got Curry, you right? know. He's he. If Curry wasn't in the league, Lillard would be Curry. The dude literally pulls up from half court. But you know, besides all that, um, I actually do think the Trailblazers are gonna win. Russell Westbrook <laughs> is a very – he's a very good player. Obviously, high motor, energy, every game. It doesn't matter if he's playing the Suns, the Hawks. He's going to bring it every game. But he kind of gets in the way sometimes. And obviously, Paul George is hurt. And Russ, he's going to – hes I feel like he's going to have – he feels like he has to step it up a little bit too much now. I mean, you know, Paul George says he's hurt, but he didn't look hurt when he hit that dagger three the at the end of the game to 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 inch it beat the Rockets. Yeah. Yeah, and to beat the Rockets, he wasn't hurt when he hit yeah. that three, but he hurt now that they lost. But you know. But um I don't know, man. I just feel like Lillard is just gonna be him. I do think Westbrook's a good defender, but we don't really look at Russ Russ as a great defender. I mean, he has high motor and he can move about anybody, but I don't think he's going to be able to check Damian Lillard, and it's still going to open everything up for everybody else. But I do think uh, Ennis Cantor is going to have to play like that every game for them to win, though. Yeah, and that's that's where I was coming from. Uh, with Nurkic being hurt, Cantor is known for being a terrible defender. But in the game, he he was he was bodying uh, he was bodying C- Stephen Adams in that game yesterday, uh, or yeah, yesterday. Uh, 34 minutes, 8 for 15, 18 rebounds, 20 points. If you're getting that type of consistency from Anna Skander in the series, OKC is not winning again. They're not making it to the second round. I went with OKC because of Nurkic being hurt. After seeing after seeing Ennis Cantor and what they did, I think I, I'm still going to stick with OKC because I like their stars better. But it's I'm not as confident as before. I can definitely see Portland going ahead and uh, winning this series. And in the most boring game of the day, uh, the Pacers and the Celtics, a 74 to 84 uh, matchup. Any thoughts on this game? I do think the Pacers are going to win the series, though, even though this is the most boring series. Still? Yeah, I mean, they they just they just lost they just lost game one. I mean, you know, the, I still don't think Boston is obviously they won because you know, but. 
I just don't think I just don't think that group mixes. I think obviously I think honestly they're gonna try to I'm not even gonna say they're gonna try to like play bad, but they I just don't feel like they're gonna put their full effort into things because I just really honestly think all the young guys want Kyrie to leave so they can go back how it was last year. They were literally one game away from the finals. Man. But I do think the game I do think this series is gonna go seven. I don't think even though they lost this game one, it's gonna be it's gonna be easy for them. Man, one thing about watching that game, um, Indiana had the lead going into halftime, which is, you know, it, it's telling to say at least. But that third quarter, they got outscored twenty six to eight. So I mean, Indiana went; they scored more points than Boston in three out of the four quarters. But in the third quarter, they got outscored by what, basically twenty eighteen points. Um, honestly, bro, the Celtics are still gonna win this series. I can't, I can't go against them. If Oladipo now, if Oladipo is playing, and they can account for thirty points. 30 more points might have a different story. And I could definitely see them maybe squeaking out of game seven, but without them, bro, they have nobody to put the ball in the hoop, which is the most important thing you need to do. Your leading score can be Cardos of 14 points. It's not, it's not going to work, bro. Bajanovic, great player. He's not a main scorer. Miles Turner, great defender, not a main scorer. Not coming from West Matthews. not coming from that young. Not coming from Dante Sabonis. It's not coming from Rick Evans. It's not Doug McDermott. Like it's just I keep going to all like on and on with the names, but the Celtics just have the better team. I mean, they have people that can score. They have I mean they might not like each other, but they can get to the second round. They're not gonna get washed in not in the first round by a team that's missing their main star. So I just I mean, the Celtics get out of this round. They don't make it through the next round, which is more indicative of maybe the problems going forward, and we see them kind of collapse there. This first round, though, they'll be able to handle it, even if it's ugly. Yeah, I totally agree there. Uh, that's where I'm coming from. Celtics are, Celtics are going to win this series. Uh, the Pacers got to the playoffs and got this four seed because they played together. And Oladipo was what put them over the top with whenever there was some type of problem where they couldn't really score, he was able to do that. We saw yesterday in the third quarter – Nobody could score, and they didn't have a go-to guy, and that's what's going to hurt them in the playoffs. One thing that does scare me about the uh, Celtics, Kyrie Irving going 6-for-17, uh, only 24, 20 points. You can't really have that type of game and expect to win uh, this series just because he needs to be uh, the superstar. He needs to be scoring 25 at least for them to go ahead and be uh, winning comfortably. I don't think Indiana's going to have that bad of a quarter. Again, but I think I had Celtics in six or seven uh, last week, and I'm sticking with that. I think that it's still going to be a long series, but Celtics will come out and lose in the next round. Any other last minute like predictions or comments on what we've seen so far in the playoffs? Uh, I'll just make one. As far as the East goes, this is the Bucks conference to lose. Now, honestly, coming out of this, they look like the best team in the East, and if Giannis doesn't put it together. It's it might be a failure of a season for him, just because I mean I feel like all the teams that we deemed were threats are just they're not looking so threatening anymore outside maybe the Sixers. So what you gonna see? I just hope Giannis gets to the NBA Finals because he definitely deserves it. Even if he gets to the if he don't get to the finals, yeah, it's he a, damn so bad not he damn so bad not touch that MVP trophy. Cause you was the MVP, MVP to regular but season. You, you, you the MVP hey. in the in this East. Obviously, the East is very much better than when LeBron was in it. But it's still this the East. East. It's not. It's not there it's, yet. It's still the. It's still the East at the end of the day. 
And if he can't single-handedly wield his team to the finals, come on. I mean, it might be a regular season award, <laughs> but I mean, Giannis probably had a better season it, than Harden. But I'll just leave it there. He had a better season. 36 points a game? Come Ooh. on, who ain't nobody do that? I ain't, ain't nobody just hey, All I'm saying is <laughs> Nash, all I ain't going to say too much Nash had the best team, had the best impact. Regular season, of course. Got his team to the playoffs. Definitely wasn't going to sniff that championship. Kobe had like 35, went to the first round. Then he may have made the second round, got out. Average 35, you know, everybody was like, yeah, give Kobe the MVP. Who, who was the coach of uh, uh, Steve Nash, though? All right, all right, all right. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Seven seconds or less. Hey, shout out Dan Tony. Hey, he couldn't do it for Melo. I'm just look. I love we're not even gonna talk about that. He, he knew Mello. not to shoot that ball at at the last game because he was if he would have airballed that zone or missed that zone, break. all over social media. He knew not to shoot the ball. He knew. He knew. He was smart. That was a that, that was a business decision. It's actually crazy we didn't see Carmelo. He didn't sign with the team. Yeah, he he's a bum. Is he it, like? Is he done? Is I like, hope he doesn't go all sad like that. Dwayne no, Wade said he's gonna try to get back into the league, but obviously, I honestly think, I honestly think he just needs to have a role next year. He needs to. I think he should try to go back to the Nuggets. Obviously, they have a lot of depth and. They, we're not even talking about Michael Porter Jr. Michael Porter Jr. <laughs> coming back what? next year. And he yes, can obviously sir. be one rookie of the year next year. But all right, give Melo what about 12 minutes a night and let him score eight eight to ten points and give him a nice little Paul Pierce farewell tour. Eight, three, and four. And uh, you know, maybe, you know, but yeah, let's yeah, let's get a farewell for Melo <laughs> Maybe DC, you know. Uh, oh, nah, not in the pod, bro. Not in DC. <laughs> he, 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 he can go somewhere else, but not in DC. I do want to mention that uh, KD hates the Warriors with oh, everything yeah, in them. And even if they win the championship, I think he's gone. There's just been too many. The 60 minutes video Whoa. of them, um, like getting interviewed, and KD just sitting there, like, oh, looking like, hands why on his here? face, like, like, sad. Like, bro, I feel bad for him. <laughs> Like he's being held against his will, bro. Get him, like get him out, of, get him out of going. It's state, not, com- it's not competitive. It's I mean, obviously, it's great that you're winning rings and you're being compared to NBA legends, but it's different when you any competitor, any any competitor, any competitor who really loves sports, bro. You, you get bored. You, want, you really want to be challenged. This is not a challenge being on the Warriors. This is. You're just out there. I, I'm watching the game now. He's just jogging out on the court. Like he don't want to be here for real. He just came for the championship. Like I think with Steph, they all they all knew. They were like, okay, well, we could. Steph had that moment where he was challenged. They were up three one. They had they built their team from scratch, and KD just joined and was able to win championship. I don't blame KD for joining. I would have done the same thing, trying to win championships because nobody cares how you won the championships at the end of the day. It's going to be. Oh, Katie has three, four rings, and it's good for him. But at this point, he looks miserable. Like he doesn't want to be here at all. Uh, let him go to New York. Let him, let him, him and Giannis go at it for uh, best player in the league uh, over the next couple of years. As LeBron is starting to uh, end his prime there. But I think for that, that's going to do it for this podcast. We'll be back next week. 
obviously recapping more NBA. That's probably what we're going to do again. Uh, first round should be ending up for most of these uh, most of these matchups. Maybe a game six or game seven in a couple of the close series. But for Mike, for Micah, and for Prime, we'll see you next week here on the Mike and Micah podcast. <laughs>